turns to shit, okay? Jersey Judah Red Pill Party Podcast, and ladies and gentlemen, I'm back. It is not 7.30. That's right. I'm not late uh, when it comes to recording. I'm actually early. So, here I am. I plan on doing 30 to 45 minutes for the time being. Maybe in the next couple of hours, maybe three hours, I will be able to do around two. Um, I figure if I break this down to 30 to 45 minutes and make it one podcast, it will be more structured. But then again, who the fuck knows? It can probably be even more discombobulated. Who the fuck knows? But uh, today has been a very, I've had a steady pace. I didn't really listen to a lot of podcasting. I listened to a couple of things from Donovan Sharp. Salute to Donovan Sharp, of course. As well as some Kevin Samuels. I still have a little bit to go through with him, so shout out to Kevin Samuels as well. Um Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alright, enough, enough, enough. Um <laughs> Today being November the seventeenth, or should I say tonight, this evening, since it is five forty three as we speak. I plan on stopping at 6.15, but we'll see how it goes. If I get into the spirit, and if the Lord allows me to, then I will go further. Um, I don't want people to think I'm religious. Like, It's very hard to explain my situation when it comes to spirituality and religion. To me, these are two completely different things. So I don't want people to get caught off guard when I mention God or I mentioned a higher power and people think that I'm some Jesus freak or some religious person. I'm not I'm spiritual. I acknowledge the unknown. I acknowledge um, the possibilities of the unknown. Anywho, 1117, what do we have today? We're going to be talking about the attractive bums. I also written down women don't want a man or women don't want men who put them in high regards because they don't deserve it. Uh, also, an attractive woman is in high value because of attraction. It's only a portion, a.k.a. short term. And we're going to talk about the new age femcell. Once again, I want to give a salute to Donovan Sharp. Now, Donovan Sharp mentioned something that's pretty interesting, right? And if you guys don't know who Donovan Sharp is, go on YouTube, goddammit, put in Donovan Sharp, and check out a lot of his shows and a lot of his recordings. He's more, in my opinion, of a balance of entertainment and information, okay? Um, he expresses how there is a thing called incels, which is mostly men who are um, involuntary celibates, and they can't get laid in layman's terms. But there is a new age femcel. Now, the femcels can get dick. They can trip and fall on dick if they really wanted to. But they're very choosy. And a lot of these women dig themselves in a hole because of their high expectations and very little value that they actually have and the things that they're actually able to contribute into a relationship. A lot of women know that a relationship is usually favored on their side. By the way, a pause for the cause. I have to give a shout out. See, look, I got no shame in my game. Kevin Samuels is a fucking, he's like a millionaire. Damn near. I'm not mistaken. He's up there, right? And he's trying to get a sponsor from Red Bull. I fuck with Red Bull, but I can't drink that shit all the time. Um, Mountain Dew, holla at your boy, man. I'm drinking the Amp Energy drink right now. And this is actually one of my favorite energy drinks. It doesn't have too much of the gnarly shit, basic B vitamins, caffeine, 
Give me a good boost. I've been drinking this shit all day along with Full Throttle, but that's a different company. Yo, Mountain Dew, holla at me, okay? We got we got business. We got business to handle, okay? Yeah. But <laughs> women have created their own demise. Men... A lot of guys are forceful, are forcefully, I should say, in this situation. I've talked about this before with the new age traditionalism. With men today, we began to look at the possibility of a traditional lifestyle to be more fulfilling than the go out there, have fun, party every day, fuck bitches on the on a daily type of routine. All right. Now, look. Guys, it's okay to have a traditional or a traditionalist mindset. The problem is you're going to be competing in a sense, or you're going to be combative with a lot of women who do not agree with the traditional roles. I've said this before, whether it's a one-sided argument or it's a double-edged sword. Women want traditional men. They want men to still be traditional. But if these women aren't traditional, why should the men be? Once again, don't change who you are for women. If you believe that the traditional lifestyle suits you and you are, like I said myself, I'm a serial monogamous. I never cheated. I've ended relationships before dealing with another woman. But even doing that, I always gave it a month's time period. Like, okay. I want to make sure everything is settled, everything is straight. The bitch ain't going to talk shit behind my back, although a lot of these women do. I'm a serial uh, monogamous. I believe in monogamy. One woman, one man. Now, a lot of people hear me say this, and they're very surprised. Like, really? Yeah, I don't have the time, care, and consideration to deal with multiple women. I do not. <clears throat> Negative. <laughs> Negative. <laughs> and I said this before. I said this either this morning or last night. Today's been kind of fast for me, so I kind of have to slow down. That's why I'm taking a chance now to do this first part of the podcast because I've been moving around like a whirlwind today, knocking shit out. And um, I'm really getting the hang of things here. I'm really getting the swing of things. The people are friendly, courteous. The coworkers are cool. There hasn't really been one person who I've met here that I dislike. I I want to give myself a round of applause for that. Because, like, fuck. Jesus. You know what I mean? But guys, for the most part... To much of the women's surprise, they're monogamous people. Most men are monogamous people. In fact, the man who's actually raised by the father, as much as people would like to agree or disagree, there's actually more chances that that guy is going to have the traditional values of the father. This is why values and traditions passed down from the parents to the children is very important. We, including myself, grew up in a society where I wasn't really given a lot of traditional values. I have um, Christian values or Christian morals, but I'm not a Christian. But I also believe a level of courteous, um, courtesy, I should say, and a level of respect gets you a long way. Now, why do I mention this when it comes to women and fem cells? Well, women don't really have that much respect for men. They respect a hardworking man, but not because he's necessarily hardworking. It's because of the revenue that grants him access to continue to be a hardworking man. The femcells are women who have, in my opinion, who've already had sex, but they're looking for the tangles. They're looking for that long-lasting interaction where an incel never been with a woman, spends his 
days complaining about not being with a woman, therefore preventing himself from being with a woman. Goes back to the first part of the topic, or at least the second part of the topic, where women don't want men who put them on pedestals or who put them on high regards. A lot of women don't deserve it. In fact, there's many cases where there's guys who've done what I just told y'all not to do. Put women on pedestals, um, buy them gifts. And these are women that they're not sleeping with. These are women that they're not technically talking to. And these women run laps around these guys. Even though these women might say, wow, that's really nice. That's sweet of them. A lot of women can't really handle that shit because they've done so much dirt that they'll begin to say, well, I don't deserve this guy. This guy is too nice. Remember that? Nice guys finish last, fellas. No more Mr. Nice Guy. All right? Read that fucking book. I'm going to keep reminding y'all. I'm going to keep beating y'all upside the head with a lot of this shit. And I'm going to see who's really paying attention and who's bullshitting around. So I got to knock y'all upside the head. You know what I mean? Sure. You know what I mean? But for me, man, I... I understand... I understand something that a lot of men don't, right? And I mentioned this as a topic a while back where men and women have simply lost respect for one another. This doesn't mean guys no longer see women as attractive. Even the guys who are going their own way, they're still looking at women. I'm a guy who um, I would say I am... A man who understands the beauty of a woman, right? I appreciate the beauty of a woman, right? There's a lot of women that I work around with that are exceptionally good-looking women. And they're nice women. But a lot of guys got to realize that you're only seeing one side of the woman. The woman has multiple sides to her. A woman is very emotional. A lot of men fall for that emotional attachment and they themselves become caught in the snare. Where now the woman is successful. She has you on 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 hands and knees, uh, pedestalizing her, worshiping her, praising her. And I've said this before because of a lot of our upbringings and me being a millennial, speaking for the millennial generation, a lot of us grew up in fatherless homes and we were taught to do all of these nice things to women, regardless of how they are, regardless if they respect us or not, we have to respect them. This is something mantras and sayings, uh, protect our queens, protect black women. All of these mantras have been passed down to us from our mothers. And the guys who are dumb enough to just outright respect all women. See, that's, it's, it sounds fucked up to say this, but just like all men don't deserve respect, all women don't deserve respect. You earn respect, women. See, a lot of women are used to the microwave era. They want dates fast. They want relationships fast. They want marriages fast. And instead, they only have sex fast. They only become single mothers fast. They become single mother failures. <clears throat> But these women have been told that they can't do wrong. And so, as I expressed in the last couple of episodes with accountability, that's a major issue that a lot of women have to deal with. And nobody's going to help them. They have to do it themselves. It's almost like a drug addict who's in denial. The addict knows deep down inside that they have a problem. They have an addiction. They'll shy away from it, make excuses, blame other people, but it's only until they realize that they are the cause of their problems and they have something that they need to attend to, a problem that they need to solve very quickly. They'll never change. Why would I say this? Because I know addicts. I had an ex that was an addict. Worst relationship I've ever been with. Now, this wasn't the worst person. This was actually a very... 
um, genuine person, but her addictions got the better of her. So when I see her or if I ever talk to her, I realize that I'm not talking to the same person I was talking to years ago. This is someone who let that toxicity and that poison get the better of them. Women who aren't drug addicts do the same thing. But then again, women are drug addicts. Men are drug addicts. Our search for dopamine, our search for validation becomes a drug. Social media becomes a drug. The femcell communities, they come together and they bitch and complain about guys being this and being that. But these are, once again, women who've already slept with a, a good portion of men. And when they talk about men are trash, they're talking about their previous relationships. But they are also so emotional and just so hurt by their situations that their anger gets broadcasted towards all men. And I tell dudes all the time, when you experience red pill rage, you're going to have those moments. And me, I was able to deal with that earlier on. You know what I mean? I was able to deal with that shit earlier on in the game. I dealt with the problems I was dealing with, the problems with my exes getting over that. See, guys don't understand, like, women can get over a guy fairly quick because women are sort of hardwired into finding the next available option. And a lot of times they do this while in a relationship. So when you guys are in relationships with women and you notice that that girlfriend of yours is now um, hanging out with a different group of guys or with a guy in general behind your back, you have to nip that in the bud as soon as possible. And you're not going to really fix the problem. You're just going to have to leave because she's already exercising her ability to upgrade from you. So it's your job in a lot of ways to upgrade without her. I've talked about this before. Women who come back into your life, they come back into your life because they see that you're doing better without them. If you were doing miserable and you know you were just desperate, then of course you'll get back into that relationship. If you're a guy who's on his own purpose and has things going on, you're not going to dwell into the past. You're not going to get into past relationships. You may deal with women in the past, but on a sexual basis, but that's really it. And I don't even, I don't even really, uh, I don't even think that that's a good idea for a lot of guys. Because like I said, a lot of dudes will find themselves getting back into old relationships just off of some sex. They figure, you know, this ain't a big deal. I'll smash, right? I'll just have sex with her and, you know, I'll go my own way. But then they get hooked because a lot of these men aren't, aren't as strong mentally as a lot of red pill aware men. Red pill aware men is just a person or a man who understands the intersexual dynamics. If, and I love how Cam, uh, Kevin Samuel said this, if you are an adjustable six, right? And you're a guy who's an adjustable six, you, you'll have a better chance on um, dating apps than a guy who's just a five or a guy. A guy who's average, literally, is an invisible man. We talk about this a lot. The guy who is average looking, who's making average money, an everyday blue collar guy, and there's nothing wrong with us men who are out here with good jobs, but you know, we're we're doing what we do. You know what I'm saying? I'm making the most money I've ever made. So I'm good. And I'm doing like 35% of the work that I was doing at my last job. So I'm really good. So I don't really give a shit about if a woman talks to you and you guys connect, right? The conversation is there. There's a level of chemistry that's being built. And she she ends 
the interaction because she feels you're not making enough money, then these bitches aren't worth dealing with. Now, unfortunately, a majority of the women have that mindset. So there's a lot of women that a lot of us red pill wearing men should have no business dealing with. But we all make mistakes. We all take L's. And a lot of guys still have L's to take. I still got a lot of L's to take. But I've learned that every loss equals a learning experience. Every loss equals a learning experience. And men, being the hunters, right? We may reach a point where there's nothing to hunt. We got to deal with our survival mechanisms, our natural, God-given, animalistic, uh, whether it's the reptilian brain, that survival instinct kicks in for a lot of guys. And I personally don't believe that this isn't just a life or death situation. It's really like either you're going to have money Either you're going to focus on your purpose or you're going to go broke chasing women. <coughs> That's really what it breaks down to. You're going to persevere. You're going to learn to be comfortable in your own company. You're going to create concepts and ideas to, to help better yourself. You're going to exercise. You're going to eat better. Or you're just going to get fat, lazy, negative, and die. It's really what it is. I want to die comfortably. You understand? Like, I want to die comfortably. Growing up, I used to be like a die young type of nigga. I don't even know where I got this idea from. Maybe it was just the music I was listening to. I listened to a lot of punk rock growing up. I listened to a lot of like, um, what do they call it? New metal. Not metal. New metal. Deftones. I still fuck with Deftones. So don't disrespect. But. I just had the mindset of like, fuck it, I'm going to do as much as I can because I'll die young. And a lot of our generations, especially this generation today, whether it's Z, whatever the fuck you call them, they have that mindset. Because like I said, we don't have a lot of mentors and we don't have a lot of guardians, male guardians, to mentor us and tell us, hey, there's better, smarter ways to do things guys like myself i learned the hard way you know what i'm saying i got involved in the streets for a little bit got involved with a lot of negative activity i don't blame anybody for that that was my personal decision i can only look back and laugh because where i'm at today i didn't i didn't if i could go back <coughs> To where I was like 25, 26. I talked about being 26 last last episode and how depressing it was and how difficult it was and not knowing, like, really being in that, really being in that position of not really knowing what's next and the level of anxiety and the level of depression that cocktailed into my way of thinking and living was very dangerous. Now, I don't talk about this a lot. I'm not going to talk about this a lot. But I've had thoughts of taking my life. I had thoughts of taking other people's lives. You feel me? I'm just being 100. But I had to get my own self out of that funk. Now, it wasn't just me that helped me get myself out of the funk. It was a lot of the content creators, a lot of the people that I mention all the time, whether it's Kevin Samuels, Donovan Sharp, Better Bachelor, Coach Greg Adams, Casual Bachelor, uh, Rolo Tomasi. We'll even mention uh, 21 Studios, Entrepreneur in Cars. Uh, all these people gave me some insight. I just wish that I can reach a level to where I can meet these people and express my appreciation for the things that they've passed on to me. That's all I want. Because without a lot of these people, 
I'm not going to lie to y'all. And I'm not trying to get emotional or nothing. I'm not. But I'm just going to keep it real. I'm not. I wouldn't be here right now. More importantly, I wouldn't be where I'm at. Making the money I'm making. Finding my true purpose. Finding my true passion. Being able to find a balance into doing both things. And having little to no barriers and roadblocks. And also because of those bad experiences I'm have I've had, excuse me, I'm prepared to deal with the problems when they come. I just don't worry about them until it happens. I'm prepared to deal with them, but I don't harvest thought. Or I don't let myself get bent out of shape with worrying. And I live more, because of that, I live more of a stress-free life. And I want men to live that. Even my worst enemy. And I don't have a lot of enemies anyway. I don't deal with enough people to have enemies. <coughs> oh, man. <coughs> oh, excuse me, man. That joint. Tear me up. <laughs> Matter of fact, just for the hell of it, where's the song at? Smoke weed every day. Without the information from other people. And like I said, it's like, it's a bittersweet feeling to know that somebody is helping you, but those people don't even know it. Those people don't even know it. They, don't, they probably wouldn't even understand it. That even a five minute video, a five minute video can resonate with me. And that's what that that was what I was experiencing. That was what I was experiencing when I started to understand the red pill. When these men started talking about situations with ex-girlfriends and the red flags, the yellow flags. I'm like, damn, I ignored all those things. I failed. <laughs> I ignored all of those things. Error after error after error. <laughs> error after error after error right red flags like I said starting off it was really red flags yellow flags and relationships and dating right that's why I'm such an advocate for it because I know that there are so many men within this safe space or manosphere or the Red Pill or MGTOW or Ibmore and shout out to everybody. We don't we don't play no fucking games over here. We shout out everybody. You know what I mean? So shout out to MGTOW, Ibmore. But right now we're keeping it real with the Red Pill. Everything woke turns to shit, okay? That's right, Trump. Everything woke turns to shit. And I just wanna move things around because you niggas know that this shit was going to be unorganized and it's close to 615 but uh we're gonna go a little bit longer <laughs> as expected <coughs> i figure if anything i'll just do the big podcast episode now that way it will be a lot easier for me to upload and get things you know adjusted i was going to uh upload this tomorrow morning because I figured I would be so busy here but luckily I brought my Chromebook so I'm going to make beats after I get done doing everything early anyway but all that shit out of the way um, <laughs> woke being woke is an inside joke being woke is an inside joke in the United States of America do you want to know why 
Well, I have a tattoo, okay? Just like a lot of other men and certain women. And by the way, I'm one of the, probably one of the only red pill men that will tell you that I don't think tattoos are a red flag. <laughs> I don't think tattoos equal thoughts and trash when it comes to women. Trash already, trashed. Wait, wait, let me explain. I don't find it, <clears throat> I find it uh, attractive. If this means I'm attracted to toxic women, then I'm, I'm probably, I have no surprise in knowing that, okay? I have exes that are batshit crazy. No, I have exes that are crazy, like crazy. <clears throat> Medication, head meds and all. I made those decisions though. So I'm not blaming anybody but myself. What I'm saying is women can be more crazy, open, sexual than men. That's something we always know. We always knew this, right? So when women go around and say things like, where are all the good men? Matter of fact, where is this shit at? Where is this bimbo at? I got her somewhere in here. I hate this bitch's voice, but I hope I didn't delete this. There's no way I deleted this. If I have to look, okay. My question is, why are these beautiful women single, bro? Why the fuck am I single, bro? <laughs> she belongs to the streets. Say that again. She belongs to the streets. Oh, all right. Oh, all right. Sit the fuck down. Sit down somewhere. The reason why a lot of these women were... That right there, by the way, gentlemen, was an example of a new age femcell. Now, the new age part is the idea that she's already had sex. For some reason, new age equals negative. For some fucking reason. I'm bringing back new age because I'm bringing back new age traditionalism. All right? Because it's about to be a, a hot day in winter. There's about to be a hot day in winter. Okay? And it's going to be a cold day in hell. Because more men are going to stumble across a lot of information that's going to have them more aware when it comes to dealing with women. So for a lot of you women who come out there talking about you want the man with the house, the man with the car... The man with his own shit. You're going to have to bring something to the table too. And guess what? Let me play that again. Guess what, ladies? You're not capable of keeping up with that. You're just not. Not even close. But let me say something because I got sidetracked when it came to women with tattoos. I got ADD and I got ADHD. So sometimes I turn the fuck up. Um, and I really got ADD and ADHD. I'm not saying that to be funny. Although I don't give a fuck. People can talk about it. I don't really care. Um, I have a tattoo, right? And it is the pyramid, the all seeing eye. And underneath it, it says woke. Now, the reason why I got the tattoo, it's almost oxymoronic. Because the people who believe that they know the meaning of the all-seeing eye, they don't understand it. And pyramids, for a lot of people, they get very conspiracy theorists. So I always get <clears throat> good conversations when it comes to that particular tattoo. And also the uh, Sons of Anarchy, uh, Mr. Mayhem tattoo that I have. I always get a conversation or a compliment when it comes to those tattoos. But <clears throat> Woke has become the inside joke in America. When people have broadcasted, or when people started to broadcast the idea of being woke, there became many meanings of that word. <clears throat> and for Hollywood, or for entertainment, or for anybody in that realm that uses this word, it's almost a contradiction in itself. <clears throat> I mean, imagine trusting 
a actor, a portrayed liar who's paid to lie to you. Imagine trusting what they say or what they tell you just because of their status and their name. Well, that's the society we live in. And those who are truly woke, and AKA those who are aware, those who are conscious, those who are woke, right? Are the ones who are able to point out a lot of the hypocrisies and a lot of the double standards that are being portrayed in Hollywood, that's being portrayed by women, that's being portrayed by good percentages of men, simps, manginas, male allies of feminists, feminazis, womenists. <clears throat> you understand it. So it's no longer like a mystery to you. There's a lot of things as a child that you may have thought about as in your adulthood and imagine things to be completely different. I remember when I was in school and whether it was elementary school, it was middle school and even portions, maybe the first two years, ninth and 10th grade of high school, where I was always given this terminology of real world. And I'm about to get deep. Okay. So I'm gonna get the horns ready. I'm gonna play it now. Cause I already know. I'm about to go to fucking. I'm about to go to fucking. I'm about to go in right now. But there was times where I was in, like I said, elementary school, middle school, and two years of high school. I was given this idea or I was told about this concept of the real world. Okay. Meaning that the world that I was currently living in, the fact that I was breathing air at that time. I was conscious at that time. I have still vivid, some vague memory of my experiences in school, whether it was elementary, middle or high school. <clears throat> I was apparently living in a fictitious world. And I used to always bring that up as being stupid. Like, what is the real world? Explain what the real world is and why I'm not living in it. Right. But then I thought about it. The real world is actually your time of education and your experiences in school. When you start to get a job and get a career, <clears throat> you are living the opposite of a real world because you don't, you're usually not pursuing your real passions. A lot of us who have, who say that we have a lot of friends, we don't have a lot of real friends. Our everyday experiences become sort of routine. So we don't have real joy and real excitement. And as we get older, we become adults and we realize that, wait, the real world was back in school because things were more fundamental. I'm not saying I'm slow. I'm obviously not slow, but I'm saying there is a portion of when learning something was almost everything. Like imagine, I'm trying to figure out my favorite subjects in school, but I really wasn't a person who was a fan of school. I didn't like the structured, I didn't like the forced structured routine of school. Oh, we all sit in desks. We do the same work. We follow the same curriculums and we follow the same handbooks that most of these teachers. And look, I don't, I don't, I don't have the same opinion about teachers that I used to have. Because like I said, I'm in a school right now where everybody, the principal, everybody's friendly. But when I was in the other schools, oh, it was different. There were some wicked ass bitches. And I'm just going to keep it real with you. There were some wicked ass women. And like I said, the woke concept got diluted and it got shitted on. And it became an inside joke. In America, where to be woke is just to be trendy or to be woke is just to follow what everybody else is doing. And yeah, you're woke. You mentioned the controversial subjects of transgenders and you mentioned the controversial subject of race that's being advertised every fucking day. A lot of people need to wake up and realize that your enemy, a lot of us black folks, 
our enemy is a lot of folks that look like us. I hate to say that. Sure, you're going to have white people who are also on that same level. But it will shock most of these niggas to realize that the people who will go against you the most will be people that look like you. Meanwhile, especially for me, a lot of my opportunities came from recommendations of white and non-black people when it came to work or anything else. Friendship, relationships. I don't dismiss black people. I don't dismiss black women. Now, I dismiss their behaviors. We got a tendency of cooning the fuck out, acting the fuck out in public. We tend to do that a lot. You know what I'm saying? I understand it, but I don't still, I don't find it acceptable. And I don't feel that I have to tolerate it just because I'm a black man or I have to stay with the black queen or the black woman. I don't give a fuck about any of that. Y'all bag me a, a French bitch. I'll bag me a Brazilian bitch. I'll bag me a, a bitch from uh, Yugoslavia. I'll bag me a bitch from uh, Kuwait. I don't fucking give a shit. Whatever woman who entices me and who who excites me, I don't I don't I don't discriminate in life like. Bitches, opportunities, friends, jobs. I don't discriminate. I don't. I've been semi-professional. I've definitely been more consistent. I've definitely been um, consistent when it comes to podcasting, consistent when it comes to the job and the performance and balancing the two. So for me, like I said, when it comes to females, they're too far away when it comes to mine and when it comes to tradition or when it comes to any level of decency for me to say, okay, I need to find me a girlfriend or I need to find a girl to kick it with. Because I look into my environment, I look into my surrounding areas and I go, I couldn't connect. I wouldn't be able to connect with these women. And I don't want to play a role where I have to pretend that I'm somebody else or I have this self, I have this self-help mindset where it's like, I'm a better person now. So let me talk to this girl again. No. And a lot of you red pill guys who claim to be red pill and you guys are doing this, you're on, you're on a, you're either going purple pill, which is however you take it, or you're on a highway to the black pill. You're on the fucking highway to the goddamn black pill. And you know the black pill, the self-loathing. We're all defeated. It's the end. Um, uh, prepare for the reckoning. All these type of crazy ass um, school shooter personality type niggas. You know what I mean? And they believe that shit. But, like I said, I don't disrespect many, many people, especially men, especially when it comes to these type of discussions. Everybody has a right to their opinion. And some of those black pill niggas, they know. And see, a lot of red pill content creators, a lot of people who consider themselves red pill in general, what they tend to forget is black pill, quote unquote, black pill uh, content creators are still red pill aware. They know about hypergamy. They're just the men. They're nine times out of ten the invisible men who choose not to better themselves. Or they're guys who just had a bad breakup and just said, fuck it. You know, the man's way of love to a woman is something that a woman cannot describe. A lot of women will never experience it because they give themselves out to the highest bidder. And these hires, these these men who are considered the highest bidder are using these bitches for plates and they spinning around with their homeboys every now and then. I have to be straightforward when I when I talk about this, right? Guys, when they find a woman that they feel that they have more feeling towards, more emotion towards, those men 
will do anything in a lot of cases for women, for those women. And is that wrong? I don't think it is. I think it's wrong today because a lot of guys see the behaviors and activities that weren't seen previously. Before TikTok, before IG, uh, before social fucking media, for the most part, the women that were doing the freak nasty shit, they were doing them shits behind the curtains. They were behind the curtains. They weren't front they weren't front stage with that type of activity and behavior because it wasn't acceptable. It wasn't acceptable to fellow women and it damn sure wasn't acceptable for men. Now only the men who were smart enough to get in between all that and just smash the women, those were the guys who got most of it. The guys who stuck around and tried to get to know her better and constantly was being curbed, constantly was being rejected, constantly was being used and manipulated. You guys stuck with these women the longest and got the least out of it. So this reminds me of what I compared to my, my previous job, of the expectations being high, but the payoff at any contribution to me is just unquestionably low, just low. How can you expect your employer, how can you expect, how can you think that an employer respects you when they're just paying you enough, they're giving you just enough and having all of this extra shit that you have to do? They may ask you to work extra hours and you're saying to yourself, well, with how much I'm getting paid, man, I'm not even... I'm not even beat to work in the motherfucking place anymore. That's what a lot of us went through. That's what I went through. And not to be cliche, but if I can do this shit, if a reformed fuck up can do it, anybody can do it. Anybody. It's not even like a fucking, it's not that difficult. You just got to make the sacrifices. We talk about this a lot on the Red Pill Party podcast, like responsibility, accountability, obligation, sacrifice. Okay. Responsibility. Accountability. Obligation. Sacrifice. Those are the things that you will face Along that journey, consuming a red pill, taking a red pill, going down the rabbit hole, whatever the fuck niggas want to use. Because you have to understand, like, before the red pill was something else. Before MGTOW was something else. Before Edmore, it was something else. Nothing is new under the sun, right? But I think a lot of us, in a lot of ways, whether we choose to or not, we are positioned to get a different perspective. We are positioned to give a different experience, but an experience or a situation that a lot of men can relate to. Rather than be unpredictable, and which usually I am, like I'm flying off the cuff right now. I don't really give a fuck. It's 6.30. I got to get ready to wrap shit up. I just wanted to make sure that this went at least towards an hour, which we're getting towards that anyway. Then again, just for old time's sake, I might take it into seven o'clock. Because then when I get done at seven, I got about three hours and some change. And I know I got about two hours or so of work. So it is what it is. Um, You know, I try to keep things at one topic. But man, like I said, I got ADD, ADHD, man. I don't give a fuck. I know a lot of shit that I talk about, it's relatable, so I don't really sweat it. I used to be very critical. I still am very critical with the way that I present things. There's 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 uh there's occasions where I need to turn the fuck up. I turned up a good amount of times tonight. I may still turn up, right? But for the most part, I try to at least be relatable. Where any man can come across this and get some form of information. You know what I mean? And maybe you niggas get a giggle every now and then. 
You know, motherfuckers got to learn to laugh. Stop being so goddamn serious. This goes out to blacks. Fuck. Like, man, we could be some of the most threatening people. I didn't understand it until my mindset changed and I began seeing the same people that I've seen previously and how they were still the same through all the years. You know what I mean? It's like niggas got to learn to sit back and laugh. Like, enjoy it. See, me, like, I'm such a twisted, fucked up person. Like, even when I'm fucking up, I still have to find some level of humor behind it. It just keeps me going. You know what I mean? A lot of people or a lot of men, they look at women in the same light of how I expressed what I express. And their passion and their pursuit of happiness and fulfillment is towards women. Hold up, I'm getting the buzzer ready, but I'm also drinking some of this amp. Once you turn your focus and your purpose towards women, especially for a lot of a lot of the young men, the soon to be nice guys out there who I'm trying to prevent from poisoning our gender and poisoning our communities. Um, what you guys don't understand is what you bring to the table, regardless of what it is, from your attitude and from your demeanor and always being nice and always smiling and you will never truly achieve much with women until later on. Now those same exact women, those same exact women will come back into your life later on. But by the time they come back into your life, you should already be set on bigger and better things. Right? Right? So by the time these women come back, they're they're not the same as they were uh, 10 years ago. <clears throat> Cellulite, they gaining weight. They're not taking care of their skin anymore. They got acne. They still have the same high expectations and same quote-unquote self-worth, which a lot of these... Oh, man, I ain't going to say it. I'm not even going to say it. I won't even say it. Trash already trashed. <laughs> Jeez. Jeez Louise, man. 634. My energy is dying down. This amp is not doing as much as I thought it would. But I also smoked a, a portion of a joint, which is probably the reason why I feel the way that I feel at the moment. But there's a lot of things that I get I didn't get a chance to touch on, but I typically write each topic separately. And in this case, I have like four different topics. I just wrote them all together. So this will be like the next three days. Um, is today Wednesday already? I hope it is. Yeah, today's already Wednesday. Thank God. So the remaining topics that I have, I'll just, you know, keep them on the cuff for Thursday and Friday. But it's another day, man. It's another day. Very active. On my feet. Moving and grooving type of type of day. Um, hopefully, I hope you guys are getting into that hypnotic rhythm. <clears throat> where your job isn't necessarily... Your job... When it comes to self-development... Accountability, responsibility. I'm going to keep saying it. Accountability, responsibility, obligation, and sacrifice. And I'll say them in different orders. It doesn't fucking matter. Self-development is that. And when your job, when you get more of a hypnotic rhythm to your job, you can work off of two hours of sleep. You can work off of 12 hours of sleep. You can work regardless because you either have a similar routine or you're just you're in you're in the mold you're like a part of the building you become like a part of the structure because you're so much 
focused on your task and what you have to do that you're usually on top of your work. You never necessarily have a hard day of work. You may have a tougher day. You may have more things that you have to do, but it's never too overwhelming. And that's what I mean by a hypnotic rhythm when it comes to work. Um, Because of that, I am more focused than ever, more determined than ever. I smoke a lot more, so I'm higher than ever, which is probably the best part about it. I'm not going to lie. I love to smoke, by the way. Do I consider myself an addict? No. For several reasons. One, I've went months without smoking, no problems. I'd rather not, okay? I don't have withdrawals or anything from that, but I'd just rather not. I enjoy smoking. I take it as self-medication, but I also take it as a meditation in a lot of ways. When I smoke... I'm usually brainstorming, coming up with concepts, coming up with ideas. So I always get pissed off when these fucking normies, these drug-free... And look, there's nothing wrong with being drug-free. But if you're drug-free and you're criticizing motherfuckers who smoke pot, and you got a mom who's a fucking alcoholic, or you got a dad who's a pill popper, sit down and evaluate yourself. You know what I'm saying? But... With me, I get very pissed off when these, you know, drug-free or even alcoholics, they say, well, I can't believe you smoke weed. Bitch, you get drunk every fucking weekend. You're doing more, you're doing more damage than your, to your body than I am with one fucking joint every day. Or in some cases, two joints a day. Shout out to Sublime. You know what I mean? R.I.P. to Brad. Niggas who listen to Sublime, you already know how I get down. Smoke two joints. Probably one of my favorite songs by them. But that's a side note. We tend to get distracted a lot here. But motherfuckers just, I I just be, I'm kind of like too busy working, right? Which is a good thing, but it can also be a bad thing. It's a bad thing because it's a part of what I've said, those pillars, I should say, of self-development is obligation and sacrifice. You are obligated to show up to work and it's a sacrifice you make because you won't have a lot of time with your loved ones, your family, your friends, whoever. And usually they're in the same predicament and they're in the same situation. It's just how you handle it. A lot of people, they have responsibility of doing things that a lot of people don't have. So they need more hours of sleep. They may, they may need to be on the road earlier than what people usually go on the road. They may have to go on the road at 4 or 5 in the morning instead of 6 and 7. Luckily for me, it's been like sort of a joyride. Like, I have, I have control, but I don't. Meaning anything can happen and I can be right back to where I was at worse. No money being how I was at age 26. But there's a part of me that's prepared for it. It sounds fucked up. It may sound negative or it may just sound completely idiotic to some people. But when you've been without, it's not that you're afraid to go back. It's just you don't want to. Motherfuckers went without before. It's not something I necessarily fear. Or it's like life or death. But it's like, damn, if I can prevent myself from being where I was at, getting nothing, then I'm doing that. And that's the sacrifice of certain friends, family, people that don't understand the path that you're on, where you're going, your navigation, your view, your purpose, whatever terminology you want to use. And at first, it's difficult. A lot of the information and a lot of the content creators that I was listening to, and I began relating to them and I began making the effort and changing. There's a lot of roadblocks and it wasn't roadblocks from enemies. It was roadblocks from so-called friends. <laughs> you know what I mean? Certain friends will try to prevent you 
from bettering yourself because they feel that by you doing that, they lose who you are. They lose a part of you that may realize that they're capable of being around better people. Trust me. That was a very tough part of, I guess, the red pill because it goes beyond relationships. Now, a lot of guys, they tend to keep it on relationships. If you guys listen to my podcast, you guys know how I feel about a lot of relationships today. And I'm very open about talking about that, but I don't make the red pill primarily just about women. It's about self-development as a man. Because a lot of these reformed beta males who had no fathers didn't understand these concepts because they weren't taught these concepts. These women weren't teaching them the concepts. The mothers weren't teaching them on how to be a man. They were teaching them how to be emotional men. Sissies in a lot of ways. And I don't mean that in a derogatory way against homosexuals. I'm just saying a very feminized male. And although there is nothing wrong with that, especially if that man's a homosexual, but if that man's a heterosexual man and he understands that women are into that, then he's destined for failure. Like I said, on the highway to the black pill, that may be something I talk about like next week. Because like I said, I have a lot of topics to spread along with the rest of the week. Maybe even some portions of what I talk about will be mentioned um, sometime during the weekend if I decide to record in the weekend. The weekend is always a coin toss for me. I feel that, you know, five times a week, and even if I record five times a week, there's a chance that I do another video or I do an extra video for the next day. If I can do consistently five times a week like I've been doing, maybe have it a little bit more constructive, then I'll be I'll be pleased. Um, I think I told you guys about my situation with my fucking money, my check being deposited. And these cocksuckers held like, fuck it, I'll say it. I'll say the number. They held like 1300 And they only gave me like a little scrap because they have a policy where they have to give you something within 24 hours. So they gave me like less than 300 So I got to wait until next Wednesday to get the rest of my funds. But when I do that... I've been planning this now for a couple of weeks. And I seem to come to the conclusion where since I'm more clear-headed and since I'm more focused, I can plan things a lot better. And if I have enough time to plan something, then I definitely have enough time to execute it. I tend to not procrastinate as much as I used to as well, which is something I also notice. And this isn't to say like I'm a born-again Christian or anything of that sort. I just feel... That I'm in a better place, uh, a better place when it comes to surroundings and a better place and state of mind. And I think a lot of it had to do with the harsh realities that I had to deal with in order to get to where I'm at. So for you guys who are looking for an escape and you believe the red pill is that you're going to be I still advise you to listen, but you're going to be surprised in a negative way because this isn't a fix all problem. You simply, with the red pill, you are simply given the problem. You are told what the problem is. And in a lot of cases with us, it's ourselves. It's how we were raised. Certain things that we weren't told. Certain things we weren't taught. Certain values that wasn't passed down to us. That probably should have had. But we're in a new day and age. So we have to get this information on the fly. Which is the reason why I do a lot of the podcasting, but hopefully with the laptop that I plan on getting next Wednesday when this money drops, it's going to make things a hell of a lot easier. Um, Like I said, I'm going to be going back into YouTube like never before. My plan, I like how I said that, like never before. It sounded like Trump. I'm going to get back to making uh, YouTube content like never before. Like never before. And... (laughs) Like I said, I'm I'm spreading things out. I'm not spreading things then. I still have a lot more to spread out. But I'm preserving and I'm still doing the podcasting because podcasting is what I love to do. 
So in the weekend, when I usually tell people, hey, I'm going to do the weekend red pill, you know, throughout the weekend with podcasting, I'll actually do more YouTube videos, YouTube slideshows. I'm going to try to build the channel up while still dropping real deal quality red pills here. Um, yeah, I'm like nearly burnt the fuck out. It's four. No, I'm going to say I said it's four. Jesus Christ. It's 648. Okay. 648. I believe I've touched the hour. I should have touched the hour. Yes, we were at an hour and five minutes. And as usual, there's still a lot of things that I needed to discuss, but there's always another time for that. God willing. And in the future, I didn't get a chance to talk about the attractive bums, although I've mentioned that in the previous recording today. Uh, Women don't want men who put them in high regards because they don't deserve it. I touched a little bit on that. We're going to still touch on that in the future, along with the attractive bums. And an attractive woman isn't high value because of attraction. It's only a portion. Uh, In parentheses, I put short term. And I talked about the new age, um, new age fem cells. Okay, we're going to be touching bases. Uh, we're going to be touching bases. Excuse me, on a lot of these things in the near future, aka tomorrow and Friday. But as I always say, I still got the rest of the day, but it is another day. And as I always love to say, in the meantime and in between time, Jersey Judah Red Pill Party Podcast, Trump. Roll them out. Everything woke turns to shit, okay? Damn, son, where'd you find this? Stop this fucking recording. That would be great. Oh, there's the stop button. All right, cool. Peace.